0: You're listening to The Auburn Express.
1: What's up, and War Eagle War Report family? It's your guy Ike Jones, and we're back with another morning drop. Today, we are talking about Coach Hugh Freeze's comments after early signing day. We'll get into a a few of the things that he said to the media regarding how he felt like everything wrapped up for him yesterday. Y'all know how we do, right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on him. Are now, now, are now listening to now. the war pool. Morning drop, it is Thursday, December 21st, a rare Thursday morning drop for you all just because yesterday we had so much going on with early signing day. Hopefully everybody's Thursday is off to a good start and you've had an opportunity to go to sleep. Unlike, uh, I feel like the, the the staff didn't go to sleep, late addition to the class in favor. Edwin's coming in late night in case you guys did not catch that. Uh, before we get into the conversation, you guys should be doing the necessary. Please go out there and share the video with all the people out there in the world and let them know we're talking Auburn football still this morning Uh, out there on social media, email them, text message, whatever you got to do, get them involved in the conversation. Let them come on in here and, uh, you know, listen to me ramble for about 10 minutes. If you can do us a favor Give us a thumbs up on the video, whether you're watching this live right now or you're watching this on the replay like the video. We definitely appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you're out there in the land of podcasts, please share the podcast. Give us that five star review. All right. We're going to get into the comments. Coach Hugh Freeze addressed the media, of course, per usual at the end of the signing day. Or what is isn't really the end of the signing day? Because, of course, again, I just said that they went ahead and added an addition to that signing class. Um, but uh, did address the media around, around 1 o'clock yesterday, Central Standard Time, about all of the things that had transpired on the day, his thoughts on how the signing class ended up and where they need to go forward after this. Um, I think the interesting conversation that happened uh, with Coach Hugh or the interesting comments that we want to get into um, were about kind of his focus, and this is something that we've remarked on a lot. Last year, he did not focus so much on what was going to happen for the roster and, and game-to-game activity. He focused on trying to make sure he was laying the foundation for his future recruitment and all of the things that he wanted to bring to the program going forward for Auburn. And he focused on those recruits. And uh, the question was asked of Coach Hugh Freeze, did he feel as if that bet on this recruiting cycle paid off? Because, listen, it wasn't a surefire thing. He could have made all of this focus on this recruiting class and they not end up where they did in the top 10. And it was looking as if that might not be the case. Maybe, you know, about a month or so ago, especially considering how the season ended with uh, some some pretty, devastating losses happening at the hands of new mexico state and the team across the state Uh, but when you look at the sum total of what happened with this recruiting class you have to say the bet paid off, right? So he did what was necessary to get to a place where he felt like the talent gap had been closed a little bit for the future. Now, will that pay off in next season? We have That's yet to be seen, and there's still plenty left to do in the transfer portal and in the National Signing Day period coming up later. But for right now, is Coach Ufree satisfied with the effort that they brought to get this class to where it is? And his focus on recruiting, did that pay off? Let's hear his own comments about that.
0: Well, let's start, so Walker White I think is going to be a star. Um, I think he's got all the attributes of what a quarterback should look like. I think he's a true Auburn man. Um, obviously, you don't know how, he's, um, how quick he will uh, adjust to this game, but I think he's got all the skill sets to do that. And then you move to where it's no, no secret. We needed to get some difference makers at the receiver position and to land two of the top 10 in the nation, in Perry and Cam, and then two others in that I think are sleepers. I mean, but they're both ranked in, what, the top 150 in the country, um, in Bryce and Malcolm. Um, I I think we've gone a, 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 now, they're going to have to get thrown in the deep end of the pool and and swim pretty fast, but I think they have that ability and You know, it changes our offense if we have guys like that on the outside and in the slot that can make plays, and I've seen them do it. I'm reminded when we started rebuilding Ole Miss, um, that first full class, just like this first full class, we talked a guy by the name of Laquan Treadwell in coming with us, and uh, it, it changed the way we called games. and. Uh, I feel the same about getting the the Cam and Perry's and and Malcom's and Bryce's. So, you know, you, you combine Walker with with those. Um, I think we did pretty good at the skill positions. So I think the time I chose to to maybe spend away from the offensive side of the ball, it it paid some dividends there. And for sure, I, I would argue that we have. I don't. I don't. Again, I can't keep up with all the. Rankings and polls and stuff, but I would argue that our receiver class and our linebacker class has to be two of the the top in the country. Um, I don't know how they rank that or anything, but if you take Waller and Phillips and Riddick and Barber. Um, I would I would venture to guess that we we rival most any linebacker class that was signed from the high school ranks along with the receiver rankings. So. Um, also, excited about our DBs with Falston and Amon Lane and Jalen Crawford and Laquan Robinson. Am um, I forgetting somebody there? And Caleb Harris, who's really physical, and um, we need that. So, and then D line, I think, you know, between TJ Lindsay and Malik Blockton and um, Jamonte Waller and. Um, gauge keys, and I think we're we're improving ourselves there. We're still looking for um, for a little more help there, also, but really pleased with the linebackers. And then we have we have Darn Mossy also from uh, from Duke at linebacker. That's uh, very experienced guy, and um, that has signed with us also. So we're uh, we're, we're we're steadily building. And so I'm pleased for the time that I took away. I think it did pay dividends.
1: Coach Freeze addressing the media yesterday after signing day asked about whether or not he felt like it paid dividends for him to focus on the recruiting the way that he did. And I think most Auburn fans would agree that considering how this signing class ended, uh, it definitely paid some dividends. Um, Now, would we have liked a few more wins in year one under Coach Freeze? I think absolutely we would. Uh, But... I think we've set a foundation as Auburn fans or excuse me, as an Auburn program for what we can expect to be elite recruiting going into the future. I I mean, the question now is like what's going to be the follow up act to this? Like he's already set the bar pretty high for himself. How can he follow this up? And. What is going to be the number of wins that are going to have people continue to be happy about the progress this program is making? Um, Are you going to be able to translate this off-season success into in-season success next season? Uh, Because what you don't want to be is Jimbo Fisher. You know, Jimbo went out there, signed an an amazing recruiting class, got the hopes up of all of the Texas A&M Aggie fans, only to deliver very poor results that following season. So, Auburn fans coming on the heels of a 6-6 six and six regular season are definitely going to be looking for some pos- positive momentum in the direction of not just progress on the field and the offense looking better, but wins. They're going to want to see more wins in this next season from Coach Hugh Freeze and uh, figure out a way that he can get this program moving in a direction where they're competing annually, perennially, for some of the top things that are out there whether that is you know contention in the conference or and or playoff contention as we expand to a 12 team playoff but let's not get too far ahead of ourselves let's look at right now and the great things that happen with this signing class as coach Hugh free said one of the best wide receiver classes in the country one of the best linebacker classes in the country i don't know where it ranks i haven't done all the rankings but we will definitely dive into that as we get more into this week coming up And, and we're gonna need to talk about bowl of course but Also going to have one of the more sound units as far as defensive backs in the country. Got some solid D-line recruits. You can't be top 10 in the country and not have addressed those things really well. And then, of course, plugging in some holes on the offensive line. Again, the late addition of favorite Edwins to this class bolsters that even more. So a wonderful job by Coach Hugh Freeze and his entire staff of going and getting some positions of need and some great talent to stock the cupboard to make sure that Auburn is set up for the future. Now, the last thing that I want to get into as far as his comments are concerned was the question posed to him about what was the pitch? What did they do? What did they say? What did they have to give uh, in these meetings with these recruits to have them buy in to what was happening it was mentioned you know this is the era of nil and he talked about not really wanting to have an entitlement mentality with these young men and the most they could do as far as conversations is give them a range of what he felt like they could potentially make but the conversation had to happen of what were you selling to these young men as a part of your vision for what was going to happen in the future with this auburn program let's hear his comments on the pitch to the recruits
0: the the, the selling pitch is look. This place has played for two national championships. Yeah, it hadn't been as recent as some of the other elite. But there's only in, what, 12 or 13 years, only six schools that can say that. And this is one of them. All right. So, yes, you can go to the elite right now and you can help them sustain. And there's nothing wrong with that. You could also choose that you wanna be a trailblazer and do something different and join together with a group of guys and return a program that's proven it can be there and return it back to that. And that is the message along with the environment that we have, Um, does it fit you? And if the environment fits you to where you would want to show up every day here and work, because it is work, it's a full-time job, um, and you're motivated by the opportunity to do something early and help us restore something at a place that the, pa- the passion of the fans and the support of uh, our people is got to be as good as everywhere else, then this might be the place for you. And so that's the, that's the message.
1: Uh, Love the message there from Coach Hugh Freeze and saying, listen, uh, I know that there are other places that have won titles more recently, but let's not pretend as if Auburn isn't on the list of, of places where you can win a national championship. And listen, you can choose to go there and help them continue to do what they're doing, and that's fine. But you can come here and help cement a legacy of a program that deserves to be in that conversation. And the rich pride that comes with all of the Auburn fans that support this program so faithfully is unmatched, or it is up in the ranks of all of the other programs that have – the the titles more recently. Auburn fans are supportive and you can come be a part of something special as we turn this program into a place where it deserves to be. Definitely the message that needs to be put out there for those young recruits. And it seemed to work. We'll see how that comes uh, as far as what the dividends pay on the field. But I am looking forward to seeing what Coach Hugh Freeze and his staff are building on the planes as they continue to progress with the talent that they're bringing in. And now, again, hopefully, you know, in I guess the question we have to ask Coach Hugh Freeze is, are you going to continue down this path of focusing on recruiting? Or now that you've started the ball rolling, are you going to get more involved in the offense coming up here in the future? That is to yet to be seen. Uh, but we definitely want to know the answer to that coming up here really soon. All right, that's enough of me talking here. I definitely want to get into your comments. I appreciate you guys dropping in here with me on a Thursday morning.
0: Drop. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Drop! All right. Going to get
1: over here into the comment section and see what you all are talking about this morning. Definitely, again, appreciate everybody for dropping in with us. We'll get it kicked off with a super chat here from TJ Lou, who says, These kids want to build a legacy with Freeze. That's what he's selling them on, building a legacy here at Auburn as, as opposed to continuing a legacy. And listen, they've built fine legacies at these other programs and nobody is trying to discount the work that has been done at these other schools and and the the phenomenal things that have been done. But it's time for Auburn to figure out how to claim their spot amongst this. Um, And Coach Hugh Freeze is definitely selling the fact that we can do this right now with the help of these young men. So definitely looking forward to seeing how that pans out. Efficient gaming coming in saying, Perry gave me a damn heart attack. Uh, Listen, man, it was a a little bit of a a double deke uh, for those of you who are hockey folks. He he gave you the Auburn hat, then the Bama hat, then he stood up and unzipped the jacket with the Bama, I mean, with the Auburn jersey underneath there. Um, He. He, hit, he definitely hit you with the okie He had people going over the last you know week or so with the you know which school is he going to commit to and all that kind of thing but I, I think perry was solid with auburn the entire time glad to see him as a part of this class and looking forward to seeing what he's able to do coming up here in the near future chris s jumps in and says war damn eagle good morning to all the fans of the teams who finished in the top 10 in recruiting as of early signing day and no one else Auburn fans rejoice. You are amongst that group. Um, Phantom said big day yesterday. Absolutely was a big day. Uh, a lot of expected things, right? Very few unexpected things happened yesterday. Um, Amherst Williams, a, a big flip that happened. Favorite Edwins late in the um, the evening was a big thing that happened that went in the direction of Auburn that people weren't necessarily expecting. Uh, but everything else pretty much went according to plan and um was a part of, if they were committed to Auburn, they they landed with Auburn. Uh, no one flipped away, other than Martavius Collins, which again that was something that was already kind of predetermined before signing day. But everybody else who was supposed to sign did sign. Uh, the only other pending folks out there, you have uh, Dimitri uh, Nichols, Nicholas, excuse me, who is supposed to be uh, signing in February. So. Yet to be seen on that. And then there's still the saga of Ryan Williams that's going to be going uh, forth into National Signing Day. So we'll see where that lands and what other uh, players that Coach Freeze and company have targeted. Uh, I expect to see more activity in the transfer portal come out here in the next couple of days. So be looking forward to seeing what happens with that. Uh, Chris S. jumps back in deep into the pool was an elite analogy from Freeze. I did think about that when he said about uh, these young men having to get uh, get thrown into the deep end of the pool when you go back to the Big Cat weekend and what happened there with um, him getting tossed into the pool and Perry Thompson doing the flip into the pool and all that sort of thing. It definitely was a, a, a bit of a, um, a metaphoric foreshadowing, if you could say, um, happening there at Big Cat about jumping into the deep end of the pool. Uh, Michael Carlisle comes in and says been a while since we got a legitimate offensive tackle out of high school definitely has been a minute favor Edwin's is going to be uh, a, a good addition to this class somebody who you can get in into your program and get them acclimated to what's going on put some weight on him allow him to get uh better in what he needs to happen. Uh, Williams can jump out there and play a little bit out on the outside as well. So this is a really solid class for Coach Hugh Freeze to put together in his first full offseason as the Auburn head coach. And again, I am definitely looking forward to seeing how much they're able to keep these young men happy and acclimated into the program and build on something going forth into the future. Dana Jones jumps in and says, Prediction KJ will transfer to Auburn next year. I have no idea what's going to happen with KJ, but I wish him the best in whatever he decides to do. If that is to stick with Georgia, then uh, best of luck to him, and I hope he loses every game that he ever has to play against Auburn in that situation. Uh, Wardam PJM says, I don't expect a ton more wins just because of this class. They're all freshmen. The year after that, that's a different story. I think you're going to be in the minority of people who expect more wins. In fact, there are a contingent of people who, you know, the, the, the faction of the Auburn fan base is always going to be fractured around something. Uh, whether it's the quarterback or the coach, there's going to be some sort of divide of people who love this person or hate this person. And there are people who were doing their, you know, end zone dance in the face of the Hugh Freeze detractors yesterday with a signing class that was there and I told you and da da da. And those factions of people are going to get extremely loud if there are not a bunch of wins that happen next season because they're going to say that's what really matters. You guys can rejoice on signing day all you want to. He needs to produce wins. He needs to produce championships. And there's going to be a faction of people who are already, because this signing class Has been what it has been to this point, and still more yet to be added on going up its national signing day that have a higher level of expectation of wins this season. And they want to see Perry and Cam and Bryce and all those people go out there and, you know, catch for a thousand yards in year one and Walker White see the field and whatever other expectations they have. I'm glad to see there's a portion of the fan base that is going to be measured in their expectation, whether that be because you have a a healthy pessimism or you're just an Auburn fan that doesn't want to get your hopes up. Whatever the reasoning is, I'm I'm glad to see that there is a portion of the fan base that is not going to do that. But let's be clear, there is a portion that will be. And I'm hoping those people find some grasp of reality in their expectations a little bit. And listen, I'm, I'm all for the Boog. You guys know I champion booking right? Like I'm out there for it. And I'm going to talk about how Auburn can win every single game next year. And it has nothing to do with this class specifically. I'm talking about the potential of the entirety of that roster, even concluding the people that are coming back and what the potential can be for this. But there will be people whose expectations have raised because of this signing class. Be clear about that. James Barnett says, Ike, based upon off what Hugh said about spending time recruiting, versus focusing on the offense uh lets me know that we probably could have won at least nine games prior to the bowl game. Thoughts. Um, I don't know about, you know, I listen, whether it was his focus on recruiting or not, you know, with without his focus on recruiting, I think we could have won nine games uh, going into the bowl game with some small changes to what we did strategically in a couple of those games. I think that um, Coach Hugh Freeze made a calculated risk, and it didn't bite him completely in the behind because we still made it to a bowl game. And uh, that was kind of what the the overall goal was looking at. He looked at the, the, the schedule and the roster, and he said, hey, if we can get to here and I can really get some talent in here to build for the future, we'll be at a good starting point. Strategic risk, it paid off for him. Looking forward to see how that pays dividends going into the future. So we will see what happens with all of that. All right, I'm gonna get out of here. I've been talking a lot over the last 24 hours. So hopefully you guys aren't sick of hearing me talk. I got a lot of talking left to do, man. But uh, we will talk more about what happened with this recruiting class and things going forth into the future. We will be back at you guys with another morning drive tomorrow, facts are not style. So be on the lookout on social media for the graphic coming out regarding that. So we can get your questions in um, about all things leading up to the bowl game that's coming up next weekend. So we got a lot that's still left to talk about. Uh, Before you get out of here, like the video, subscribe to the channel, share the content with somebody else, and we will definitely be appreciative of that. Until the next time, and as always, Wario. Drop! Drop!